up, everybody. Welcome to Creator Therapy, the podcast. I'm gonna let this song play out a little bit. Man, I am so excited. It is finally time. It's finally time. Oh, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Creators Therapy, the podcast. I am your host, DJ Acevedo. I also go by the pen name of Wild Indeed, though. Uh, that that is that tends to be the the, the name I, I rock behind anytime I do something creative like this. And I'm super excited to get this going. It is oh man, y'all y'all have no idea. Y'all have no idea. This has been probably years in the making. Years in the making, creators therapy. Man, I'm just I'm just I'm just taking it in. So I apologize. I know this intro is going a little long, but uh, man, I'm I'm just you know it's a beautiful day outside, and uh, and I'm I'm just enjoying the moment right now. Just enjoying the moment. Something fantastic is happening here, and I'm super excited, very glad, very humbled that you have chosen to take the ride with me so welcome to creators therapy i hope you enjoy it i hope you get something out of it today it's just me it's just me fam i'm just gonna just gonna kind of give you the rundown of of uh of who i am and uh and just let you in a little bit on on what what the the goals the vision is for creators therapy anyway uh we have already said the welcomes so let's just get right into it First of all, week in, week out, it won't just be me. Uh, there, there'll be plenty of opportunities for me to just, you know, have a chat with you all. But, you know, I have, I created a platform with the sole intention of introducing you to all of the people that I look up to, all of my heroes in, in their fields. And whenever I'm, whenever I'm telling you about heroes, I'm talking about photographers, I'm talking about musicians, I'm talking about writers, I'm talking about poets, I'm talking about, uh, you know, painters. Uh, if I can get some on, I don't, I don't know any painters offhand, but I would love to get to know some people like that. But I mean, this is just, you know, this is just a spot that I could kind of introduce you to all of my heroes in the creative world. That way you and I can get their origin story, hear who they are, what they're about, so that way, you know, we can help each other. We can walk together. We can grow together as creatives. We can, you know, we can, we can hit the grind. We can grind. We can, we can make it happen. We can hustle our hustle and, and make our, make, you know, make the things that we want to do, make those things happen. So I'm really excited to introduce you to all these amazing people. I've got, I've, I've been doing interviews, doing episodes for the last few months, getting people on with me to talk about who they are, where they came from, and the and the stories that they have to share and the lessons that they have to share. I, I've been a storyteller my entire life. And, and I guess looking back at it, I could look at it as a coping skill. I could look at it as like a gift. I could even see times whenever I look back now uh, of just, you know, me being foolish and just playing around, you know, just, just hanging out with friends and, and doing, you know, just making things happen, you know, just telling stories. But I've been a, a creative my entire life. 
if I if I was to kind of give you the rundown a little bit, I I, I started with like sketching and drawing, and I, I really wasn't into painting all that much. It it really didn't speak to me, um, like it spoke to other people. But you know, I could draw just about anything I could see. I grew up in the uh, in the great state of Texas, born and raised there. Moved out to California whenever I was uh, uh, freshly out of college. Graduated basically. Here's the story, and we'll, and we'll get into this more because I'm inviting her on uh, probably next week. I met my wife in college. She was from California. She moved to California, and then like for the next year and a half, we were long distance. We, we did a long distance relationship, and then in a single weekend, I graduated college, proposed, and then moved out to California all in the same weekend before Christmas. That's efficient. <laughs> That's... <laughs> that's probably probably the most efficient I've ever been <laughs> but but anyway so I'll, I'll have her on but you know I I made a bet on myself I got myself out to California and and I'll I'll let you in a little bit here and there as time goes on about some of the things that I've learned over time but the biggest thing is this is that I have learned that I am not the creative I would be today if it weren't for the help of friends if it weren't for the love from friends if it weren't for the support from friends and family like I had community around me and that's, that's kind of the main mission around creators therapy is to, is to just, is to build a community, to build a community of creatives so that we can, we can walk through this whole thing together. We can walk through life together. We can, we can figure out our passions together. So I started with drawing, started with drawing, graduated up to, uh, to photography. I'll never forget it. Uh, my very first camera was this little HP power shot camera use double A batteries. Now, kids, this was back in the day whenever, you know, SD cards, you could get like a 512 megabyte SD card and and just start, you know, blasting away on that thing, you know, just and that was what I did. I I, I shot photos, took photos of all my friends, took photos of of my pets, took photos of bowls of fruit. I mean, I, I did it all. I did it all, y'all. I I did it all. <laughs> And then I found the record button on that thing, and it changed the game for me. Like, all of a sudden, I'm finding ways to tell stories, not just through photography, but, like, through through video, too. It was the coolest thing. I love that camera. I still have that camera. It's it's sitting sitting in storage somewhere. But I was, I was in about middle school whenever I first, you know, started taking photos and stuff. Before then, it was, it was drawing. It was, you know, it was just doing stuff that I loved. It was just stuff that I had fun with. My mom got me a guitar whenever I was like, I think I was like 10 or 11 or something like that. I am not a great musician. <laughs> I know I am not a great musician. I learned just enough chords to impress the girls, <laughs> right? GCD. <laughs> uh, little, I learned a little E minor seven in there. So I, you know, music and stuff. I, I love music, but it just, it just wasn't where, where my, my creativity took me. My creativity took me to, to just other forms of expression. But I love music. I, I loved learning on the guitar. You know, growing up, I had all these different outlets. You know, I had all these things that were popping around in my head, and I needed a place to, to really kind of like you know process some of that stuff. You know, growing up, my uh, my parents divorced early on. I think I was uh, about five years old whenever my parents split. And uh, you know, creativity and art that was that was just kind of a place for me to to make sense of it all to kind of find some peace in all the chaos 
you know, so it was, it was a really interesting time because I was, you know, I'm learning and I'm having fun and I'm drawing and I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of getting into my, my creativity, you know, telling stories, making up stories. I, I remember as a little kid, I would, I would, uh, tell my mom stories, right. And I would come up with these crazy, crazy things that would happen. Like, like my mom would get out of the car for a little bit. She'd go shopping. And, uh, this was back in the day whenever you could, uh, leave, leave your kids in the car with the key, you know, the keys were in it, everybody, the engine was rolling, okay, but I, we were just, you know, I was allowed to listen to music in the car by myself or with my sister, you know, so this is this just back in those days, right, but, you know, she would get back into the car, and she'd be like, everything all right, you know, just making sure, obviously, everything's all right, like, the car's still here, we're still alive, everything's good, right, but then I would go on this crazy tangent, this crazy story about my mom, you missed it. You'll never guess what happened. And I would just tell her all this this crazy stuff that would happen. And I think she knew exactly what was going on because she would she would uh she would look at me and be like, "Now is this a story or did this actually happen?" Like that was that was mom's way of kind of deciphering, you know, like what's what's truth and what's what's uh, fiction. And uh, you know, of course, I'm a little kid. I'm like, oh, mom, this is a story. Like, you gotta listen. And it it would be like this crazy stuff where I would like have to get out of the car or whatever, and and like, you know, rescue this baby that's like in a shopping cart that's headed through a pit of fire. I don't know. It was just like it was just crazy stuff like that. You know, I would just come up with all these crazy stories. So, you know, in a motherly way, she knew exactly what was real and what wasn't. Right? Obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> but that but that was me like that was me I was I was you know that that was how I coped that was how I figured out you know that was how I kind of put puzzle pieces in my mind together that was how I kind of figured out my feelings about things as I got older I, I tried different things I, I dabbled in different art forms dabble dabbled in different mediums that's the correct term medium but I got I dabbled in different mediums I, I would I would try like uh poetry spoken word poetry is like my second language. If I'm bilingual in any way, it's that I can speak English and poetry because I understand that stuff. I get the imagery. I get the metaphors. I get all of that. So I love poetry. I especially love spoken word poetry. So I I started dabbling in a little spoken word poetry. I had a teacher in high school, Mrs. Whitehurst, who, uh, you know, I, I blame her for letting me see what a real camera can do. You know, I was in yearbook. And uh, I got my hands on a DSLR camera. I think it was like one of the first Canon Rebel cameras. And that's that's the thing I cut my teeth on, guys. I, I learned where I learned everything about cameras. That's that's I cut my teeth on on those on that little Rebel DSLR camera. I I remember there was one night there was like four basketball games, and I took close to 500 photos in a night. 500 photos. I didn't realize how many photos I had taken. I just knew that I had taken photos. You know, we needed photos for the yearbook. Not 500, but, you know, it was a joy for me to to edit through those because then I got to see, like, what worked and what didn't. Hands down, everybody, shooting in a gym, like shooting photography in a gym, really difficult. <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not. Really hard to do. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I was in photography. But, yeah, that was what I did, though. You know, all through high school, I was, you know, shooting photos and shooting videos, getting my friends together on the weekends, and we would, you know, we'd shoot crazy videos or whatever, you know, we'd, we'd make movie trailers together. I saved up enough money in college and bought my own DSLR camera. So I was, I was learning, you know, I was, I was writing poetry, shooting photography. I got an apprenticeship with a wedding photographer, 
and you know I was shooting my friends senior picks and all that kind of stuff in college you know and just because you know we're, we're seniors in college we don't got a lot of money but you know 25 bucks gift card to someplace goes a long way you know so it, I don't know man it was just it was just a fun time like growing up I can kind of see all these different snapshots of of friends and I getting together to do something creative as I, I shot music videos in college I shot my you know friends senior photos in college I uh I just kind of let my art take me where it would take me but it was never this thing that was at the front it was always something that I did as a hobby it was always something that that I did alongside of what I was going to school for school or sports those those were the two things that took priority and you know not that that wasn't bad to me that wasn't bad because I loved I love sports too I, I I loved playing sports I love sports um tennis football those are those are probably my two favorites to uh to play and to watch um, I played basketball. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but you know, I've adopted a team since moving to California, you know, Golden State Warriors, the dubs. What up? <laughs> I'm a casual fan though. I'm a casual fan. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I can, like I said, I could see snapshots in life growing up of where, you know, creativity really helped me to, to kind of come out of my shell, you know, um, or, or to process life that was going on around me. I've discovered a lot of things about myself and and I don't think I would have discovered some of those things had I not been able to process a lot of that through art. But like I said, it was always something that was kind of alongside of everything else. You know, like even though I, I had family and friends that supported me, it was still more of a more of a like hobby. It wasn't something that you did for a career. Whenever I was in college, I, I was going to school for a youth and family ministry. And it didn't take me long, most of college, <laughs> it took me about three years to really, to really boil down, uh, to get down to the bottom of, of what I really wanted to do in my life. And I, and I wanted to be a youth pastor because I thought that would be something that would impact people. I thought that, 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 you know, um, my youth pastor impacted me in a very positive way. And I thought I want to be that type of positive role model for other people, for other kids, you know, I think it was my senior year or about the start of my senior year. It was definitely after an internship that I did one summer that, that I kind of figured out, like, I don't, I don't really want to do this. I don't, I don't really want to do this as a career. I want to do something different as a career. And that something different was, like, counseling. And it wasn't that my internship was bad. My internship was actually pretty good. It, it was just that every week I spent one-on-one -on -one time with students, and I got to know them and got to kind of – see life through their eyes and experience their lives a little bit and, and make some, you know, make some really uh, deep connections with students. And, you know, I also saw some things that took place with my host family, you know, being a child of divorce and, and seeing a family go through a really difficult time, but handle, handle business really well in a healthy way that, that made me, you know, that made me ponder. And then getting to work with kids one-on-one -on -one throughout the summer also made me ponder and so as a creative I'm trying to process all this stuff you know and I'm expressing myself throughout but as a person I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life and you know I decided to change majors some of it had to do with with the classes at the time I, I really didn't understand what Greek had to do with impacting students because I had spent an entire summer with high school kids and not a single one of them cared if I knew Greek or not. 
and so it just kind of came down to like i don't want to let one class that really doesn't interest me all that much like i i found some of the i found some parts of the class interesting but you know not to harp on it too much but it, it just it just wasn't mine you know it just it just wasn't my uh my cup of tea as it were so i changed majors and uh, I was thinking of ways that I could move out to California and, and hang out with uh, my now wife. You know, how could I get out there? Because we were dating long distance, like I said, but it, things were getting serious. And in the midst of all that, I was trying to figure out how I was going to make creativity a a front of the mind kind of situation. You know, like 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 I said, it, it had always been in the back of my mind. It had always been something to the side. But I knew I loved it enough. I had a passion for it enough to be like, I want I want this to be something more. Like, there's got to be something more to this than just it being a hobby. Like, I wasn't going to be satisfied with it just being a hobby. And later in college, I kind of got to experiment a little bit with that, like using uh, my love of art to kind of bring a community together. And I saw a lot of positive impact from that. I saw a lot of positive feedback from that. But man, you know, I was thinking it would be cool to live in a place where creativity is at the forefront. I want to impact people's lives and I want to create at the same time. Where could I go? California. <laughs> California. Uh, it's It's been a crazy ride out here and, and there's a lot to it. Um, but I, I just kind of want to get to the heart of why creators therapy. Uh, and we'll get into some of the rest of this story later on down the road. But bottom line is this, um, I, I came out to California both to, uh, well, to get a lot of things done, actually, uh, to marry the girl of my dreams, uh, to further pursue a career in counseling psychology, and to be a better creative. And I'm so thankful because I've actually managed to get all three of these things done, or I'm in the pro process of getting all three of these things accomplished. Like, uh, you know, obviously married the girl of my dreams we're married and that has been a roller coaster and a lot of fun i am now in a job where creativity is the forefront i'm a content creator i take everything that i've learned in in photography in graphic design in film i've taken all of that and applied it to a job that i now have and then also you know, I've got my master's degree in counseling psychology and I'm working as an associate therapist right now, seeing clients. So for the last few years, I've been trying to figure out how to marry these two worlds, how to marry the world of, of counseling psychology and art, both of these things being passions of mine. And how can I kind of bridge the gap between these two places? Because as a, as a, as a therapist, I was trying to understand the creative mind. Because that's something that really interests me. And as a creative, I was struggling to feel understood. I mean, there there's so many avenues of inspiration for a creative. There's so many ways that a person can express themselves creatively. I haven't even listed all of them. I've just I, I know I've only gotten a glimpse. I've only tasted a little a little bit of what, you know, what all of this what what all of the creative world has to offer. But I was trying to figure out how do I how do I get these two worlds to talk to each other? How do I get these two things to to mesh? I would ask my professors questions and about you know some of the creative process and and they didn't really have the full answer. They really didn't have the answer that to me you know really answered the question for me. 
I would listen to things like TED Talks, you know, where you'd have psychologists talking about the creative process. And there were pieces about the creative process. Like, it, it, I know it doesn't all happen in the mind. Like, some of it has to happen deep in your chest, you know, right there in the, right there in the heart. Like, things, things for creative happen emotionally. I don't know if you know this or not, but, like, the, the, the mind is cut into, if you cut the mind into two, cut the brain into two different and you gave it two different jobs you you got the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere so the left side of the brain is is where you do like math and you know problem solving all that kind of stuff like the left side of the brain is that analytical side of the brain it likes organization the right side of the brain is where you feel it's where you get artsy it's it's like here here's here's what it would look like it's like if you glued a computer and a drawing where there was a picture and all it was was just scribbles all over the picture and it was outside the lines and none of the colors made any sense like that's essentially your brain at work right like that's a i will get more detailed than that but just to kind of give you a, a, a rough picture that's you know kind of the logo the logo of creators therapy which i love um but the left side very analytical right side of the brain that's where your artsy side is and so I'm trying to figure out, I've been trying to figure out how to, how to place these two worlds in the same place. Like God figured out how to put them in the same person. Now, how do I put them out in the same place in the, in the world? You know what I'm saying? So that is kind of where creators therapy landed. I wanted to create a space where creatives could talk, where we could open up about all of our creative processes, where we could talk about our journey, our stories, and kind of open up in ways that maybe we haven't yet. Because what I've seen is that when you ask a psychologist a question about creativity, you'll probably get a very analytical answer. You'll probably get a very psychologist type answer. But when you're asking somebody, when you're asking an analytical question, you may not hit all of the check boxes that you're looking for. You know, you may not get the exact answer that you're looking for. And the same goes for the other side too. Whenever you ask a creative about the process of the mind goes on, whenever you're creating, well, you know, typically like a photographer, typically a photographer wouldn't quite understand the psychological things that take place in the mind whenever, you know, how did you make that shot? I don't know. It just looked good. Like that's, that was, that was my favorite question as a photographer. I was like, oh, how did you, you know, how did you get this shot? I just, I got lucky. You know, I just thought it would look good. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know. You know, a lot of things happened all at once, and you went, ding, that's going to be a great shot. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out a way to bridge this gap because I live in both of these worlds. That's my goal here. That's the goal here with Creators Therapy. See, my sole belief is that our stories hold our cure. That's what I believe. I've seen it unfold with myself. Anytime that I had something going on in my life, all I needed to do was look back at my story. I might have needed to look at it from a different perspective, but it's where I needed to start. Our stories hold our cure. As well as we know ourselves, we still have so much to learn. And as a therapist, the more I've learned about human behavior and the more I've gotten to know people, especially creative people, the more I have felt the need for a place to, for all of us to get, you know, for all of us creatives to, to get together on this plane. 
See, because as a creative, I've often felt misunderstood. And as a therapist, every time I'm in front of somebody, I feel the urgency to understand them. And that's kind of where Creator's Therapy was born. Creator's Therapy is going to be a series of conversations, sessions, rants, random thoughts, anything that helps, as long as it helps the effort to help cultivate other creatives, forward thinkers, entrepreneurs, and the rest of us misfits that need to feel like there are others just like us out there. To me, Creator's Therapy is going to be more than just a podcast that you tune into every week. To me, Creator's Therapy is a community. It's a tribe because we all got to do this together. And I figure if I know a little something about that, I can be of some help. And I also figure if I have friends that know a little something about that, they can also help. So there you have it. That's the pitch. Creator's therapy. I, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, honestly, I, I've, I had to work really hard to get this uh, down to, to, a chewable, to a chewable piece for you guys because uh, if, if I was left unchecked, <laughs> I could be talking on this thing for hours, but I don't want to do that. I want, I want to kind of let my story unfold a little bit at a time because I want us to get to know each other. I want us to, I want us to be a community. But I'm definitely going to be bringing people on that have a story to tell. You're going to hear from photographers. You're going to hear from architects, interior designers. You're going to hear from from people who are out on the streets making it happen for causes they really believe in. You're going to hear from musicians. You're going to hear from yoga instructors. You're going to hear from content creators. Just Just people that I have been lucky enough to be surrounded by to call friends. And I want to introduce every single one of them to you. I mean, there's so many stinking people. I'm looking at the list right now, fam, and it's, it is crazy. I'm super, super excited. And I'm so glad that you have chosen to, uh, to jump on the wagon with me, to take this ride with me. And I'm really, really curious to see how it goes and where it goes. It's going to be really cool. So a couple things that you can do for me. I don't want you to just subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the podcast absolutely because there's going to be a new episode every week so definitely do that but i want you to be a part of the community i want you to join the facebook group i want you to uh to join the instagram group the group follow us on instagram follow creators therapy on instagram um and and there's going to be plenty of other links that you can find on uh, on the website too because we're, we're also going to have like a blog format of these podcasts you can find out a little bit more about me. You can find out uh, a little bit more about Creators Therapy on our website. Uh, it is thecreatorstherapy.com. Thecreatorstherapy.com. On there, you'll find the blog. You'll find the podcast. You'll find all the links to all the social medias. Don't you worry. I got you. Um, and we're, and we're just going to start from there. We're just going to start from there. So let's let's get together. Let's make this a community let's let's make this happen uh, i mean i'm super excited to get this started i hope you're super excited to, to join in with me so anyway all of my links to all of my social media stuff is also on the website too and as i introduce people to you you'll get to know them you'll get to follow along in their journey and uh and, and we'll definitely get to start a conversation this is the end of episode one i hope you've enjoyed it if you have rate it 
comment, hit us up on the social medias. I want to know what you would love to hear about. I want to know some of your questions that you have for the creative process, for creatives. Um, we're going to get into all sorts of subjects. It's it's going to be super, super cool. So I hope that you'll join. Man, ah, it's... I don't, I don't want this to end. <laughs> I don't want to end this first episode, but I know we got to. So thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can find us all on the website, thecreatorstherapy.com. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to see where all of this goes. So until next week, take care, everybody.